Greetings, listeners. This is Termination Shock. My name is Greg Stolze. I'm Lachlan. I'll be playing Henry. And I am Jose Garcia. I will be playing uh, Stanley. All right. Uh, This is Termination Shock. Um, So this is a podcast of a game I'm running to get the rules in some kind of decent shape and to see how well these ideas uh, work out when uh, it hits actual play. Uh, so let's start off. Who wants to, Jose, can you catch us up with what happened during the very first session? And uh, yeah, or how about this? Uh, Lachlan, you start by describing the two main characters, our bold and admirable protagonists. And then, Jose, you can say what happened last time. That sounds good. Cool. Uh, so um, we are playing um, Henry and uh, Stanley Barotes, who are um, antiquarian uh, spider farmers who pine for the finer things on Earth despite never having actually been there. So we're a couple of cosmopolitan bon vivants, which uh, often puts us at odds with our, uh, with our dad, who's more traditionalist. Uh, and we uh, try to enjoy life on the frontiers of Mars by um, collecting little little bits and bobs of fancy things and uh, going to karaoke when we can uh, afford to, although it looks as though that might be um, that might be put on hold for a while. <laughs> the dying art of karaoke. Who will remember? All right, because <laughs> yes, so uh, their their karaoke ambitions are imperiled because there seem to be large changes going on. Uh, which Jose will now describe. Indeed. Uh, while at the karaoke, doing karaoke, uh, there was a, a relatively routine attack from, you know, the uh, the malevolent AIs that just happened to live somewhere outside of orbit. You know, the usual annoyances. After a uh, after a long and stressful battle with uh, with uh, with the burrows and uh, a bunch of karaoke fans as uh, party guests, because that's what you do when uh, robots strike, uh, they return to the farm and uh, find their wacky neighbor holding their uh, father at gunpoint. After convincing him to, you know, just calm down and head out, the burrows head off and discover that a strange ship that can cut uh, an AI ship in half and find uh, a dying alien and manage to pull it back and bring it back to health in front of the almost certainly horrified guests with the revelation that this is only the vanguard of a, of a bunch of aliens returning to Mars, or well, coming to Mars to rescue the human colonists. And we're in the front row seat. Nice. All right. Um, so... Since we had the first session last week, I have written rules for improvement. Okay, great. Let me write these down. The way that Termination Shock works is that every session runs off of what I call a playbook, uh, which starts off with a primary challenge, which will either be 
a survival danger threat peril thing or will be a mystery curiosity uncertainty puzzle thing or will be an opportunity get rich quick thing so each one starts with that kind of trunk but then partway through it branches and the uh, the player's decisions determine whether it goes it, it adds a secondary plot that is again the secondary plot will also be peril based or opportunity based or mystery based and so you will by the end of it have 12 possible outcomes which is three different ways you could beat the primary one mm-hmm. three different ways you could beat the secondary one three different ways you could fail at the primary and three different ways you could fail at the secondary so there's always at least 12 outcomes you may they may get subdivided further so what i've decided with the experience point system or the improvement uh-huh. system because there aren't really experience points is that if you beat both options you get to choose between uh, two possible upgrades or get a particular type of hit point. If you beat one option uh, or beat one of the plot lines, you get either the hit point or the upgrade, but you don't get to choose between two upgrades. And if you don't beat anything, you don't get anything. Okay. But it's always the the GM offers upgrades that seem to fit for uh you know for for the events. So here's what I came up with uh, for Henry, who spent whose whose major actions of the first session were treating this weird frog cat alien with the the four prong that slashed at him. Uh, mm-hmm. You could get the Xenomedic permission. Okay. Which upgrades your... You already have the medic permission that lets you Mm -hmm. deal with people unpenalized. If you got Xenomedic, you could pick three other species that you could treat unpenalized. Okay. So That sounds pretty sweet. Well, that's that's one option. Mm -hmm. The other, uh, you could get a social hit point. um, And then you would have, instead of your current store, you'd have your current store plus one. Okay. You can... Do that up until you've doubled uh, the hit points in each category. Up until double. Or you could get the inspiring exploit, which I, I need to look up which color that is. But the other thing he did was during the dogfight, he was, uh, you know, giving these we few, we happy few, we band of brothers speeches. Yep, my St. Crispian's Day speech. To the other characters in an attempt to ramp up their pools, which sort of worked and sort of didn't. (laughs) But if you took that exploit, it's a purple exploit, and when rolling for an important speech, you would remove a point of exhaustion from one ally's intellectual HP. That's exciting. So you think about those while I list the possibilities for Stanley. So what Stanley did was fly the ship around uh, as it got shot up, and I, you know, which is a little more straightforward than Henry's activities. Uh, so the possibilities are the hot shot exploit, which when you're piloting a vehicle, you add uh, plus one to your harmony die the next round. 
Or you could get another physical HP, which are always handy. Or we could add the mechanic permission, which you could use to fix your badly damaged ship. And we could just hand wave it and say, oh, well, you know, the, the reason that you haven't seen Stanley fix the ship before is that the ship's never been broken before. He always knew how to do that. What do you guys think? What sounds good? Okay. So I have a logistical question. Uh, yeah. Since you said that these aliens are the first actual alien species we've actually seen. Yeah. Um, if I pick Xenomedic, could I deputize them as one and then pick the other two later since I don't I don't know of other alien species in the setting? You could do that or you could pick as your other species spiders and uh-huh. cows or chickens or something. Cows or chickens or something? Well, okay. That- Assuming they rescue the cows, too, that could be a very valuable skill. Did they rescue the cows, too? You don't know. You you have no idea what they're rescuing. <laughs> I, you, I, you I just... don't know. I'd have to hold that in reserve. Yeah, okay, but no, so, I, I um... would let you hold them in reserve as long as it wasn't... Uh, I, and I don't see how we would get any kind of continuity break where it's like, oh, no, it was established back in episode three that he had no idea how to deal with a, a wounded lamb. <laughs> You know, I'll just avoid saying stuff like, I don't know how to treat lambs, <laughs> and I think that will probably be all, all right. My, my, my advice for this lamb is stick it in a slow broiler with some rosemary on that. <laughs> uh, giving, giving speeches about wounded lambs, I think, is a different character. <laughs> all right. Um, so, you know, which what do you guys think? Well, they they all sound pretty good. I'm probably yeah. leaning between either Xenomedic or Inspiring. Um, if I pick one of these now, will our array of options at the end of this session be different based on what we do? Like, will I maybe not be able to do Inspiring if I don't do more Inspiring shit? Ah, that's a good question. And that yes, and the well, answer like is these options, the answer is yes. It's you know you can't pick one and have the other on the hook. You gotta, okay. you gotta commit. That makes sense. So, given um, how I can't really, uh, you know, ethically say, uh, "Oh, well, I'm definitely going to use my medic permission this session." Like, I'm just gonna go ahead and like cherry tap somebody with a sharp piece of flint or something, and then treat them afterwards. Um, I'm probably going to pick Xenomedic because I'll definitely be inspiring this session. That's within uh-huh. my. My ability to control, so um, I'm probably going to tap Xenomedic and I'll pick um, Frog Cat if we don't get their actual name as one of my um, guys that I can treat, and then I'll leave the other two open depending on okay. um, depending on actual play. Is that cool? That's fine. All right, great. So up to three. Number one, Frog Cat. <laughs> okay, Jose. All right. So the clear choice is between Hot Shot. And mechanic, is that right? Yes. Or uh, another physical hit point, I think you said. Right, another physical hit point, of course. Um, <laughs> you could really miss that later. I know, that's a hard <laughs> choice. Well, I, I do have the medic skill, so... Um, I mean, well, there you go. Do. We've got that base covered. Famous last words. What happens if we're, se- what happens if we're separated? What happens if... You never split cats- up the party. <laughs> what happens <laughs> if we're separated? Don't get separated. Hacked. <laughs> oh. Huh. What happens if well. we're separated? If this happens, I'm pretty sure we're screwed anyway, so it won't really matter what powers you pick. Well, let's see. Stanley's a firebrand, so I feel like... 
I feel like he's way more interested in the look and the style of things rather than necessarily getting into the nitty gritty like it would be for mechanics. Okay. So I'm gonna pick. Uh, I, I believe Hotshot. You said that was a. Was that an exploit or a permission? It's an exploit. It's an orange exploit. Okay. Well, I can't exploit. find that in the rules, Greg. What is it called exactly? Oh, I may have had it as Hot Dog. There it is. It's on page six. Okay. Yeah. So, so okay, and that's when energy harmony. and harmony. Next right. round when you're piloting the vehicle. Sweet. So yeah, yeah what that lets yeah, you do that's... is go from strength to strength. Once you start succeeding, you're more likely to continue succeeding. That sounds fair. Okay, so this will activate when his energy or harmony is the highest one? No, when they're both together are the highest. Oh, so when those two are the highest. Yeah, so that's a little... It's it's not optimized because his harmony die is so low. But, you know, dice are finicky creatures. hurt. As we have seen last session, in my case. Given how you kept rolling last session, I think that that happened a lot, actually, right? Like, your energy and harmony tended to be highest, and your gravity kept getting, like, twos and threes. That sounds that sounds about right. Isn't that actually. what happened? Yeah. I think that's what happened. I do not remember individual rolls, I suppose. I could send you the, the files, which I've been editing, and, oh, man, that's been, that has been a nightmare. Um, oh, did you lose your you lose your audacity business again? Um, no, I lost the audacity business once, and it retroactively destroyed all the edits I'd done. So then I oh. switched to GarageBand, which only killed like a half hour of edits. But I've been I've been dragging my feet. Editing sound really sucks, dudes. Oh, Sorry yeah. to hear that. Well, I, yeah, I used to do uh, I used to do EVP stuff for people I knew, uh, and that was certainly a thing, especially depending on how you're, on your thoughts and opinions on EVP. Oh, wow. So you didn't even have deliberate signals to pick through. You were just listening to static for hours on end? Pretty much. <sighs> that's, that's my idea of a living hell. Good on you, sir. All right. So we now pick up with episode two. Episode one, what did I name that? Escape from Mars. Nice. Uh, episode two, the title is Some Rescue. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so what we, what we last saw, the situation we are in, is that an alien ship has touched down by the Burroughs family spider farm. Uh, assorted creatures have come out and taken away the injured one, hauled it back onto the ship. Yep. Your guests are just staring at this alien ship. They're looking at the aliens. They're freaking out. They're drinking your finest whiskey straight from the bottle. It's madness. What happens? You gave you gave all their stuff back? You'd taken, like, three objects off the creature. Yeah, I had written them down. The uh, turkey baster, the uh, claw condom, and the uh, belt around his spiracles that, like, blasts uh, alien air. So I, I assumed he needed that stuff, so I gave it back to him. Oh, and the sphere. So he's got all his stuff back. Yeah, his translator thing. Yes. I'd asked if I could, like, turn it backwards and speak their language, and he told me no. <laughs> uh, but it sounds like they speak English, so it doesn't really matter. Ish. Ish. They, they can fake it. 
They, they have it. certain words. So what are you guys doing? What are you, are you trying to talk to the other creatures, which are sort of scuttling around your farm, looking alertly in the distance? Okay. What are you doing? You know, your guests are panicking. Mm-hmm. Your dad is just looking around. He's like, wait, did they say they're, they're here to rescue us? I don't. From yeah, so he had he had implied that. What does that even mean, son? Well, Dad, uh, we got lucky with this last raid. Uh, I can't really say that we should count on somebody else being able to knock enemy ships out of the sky at the last minute on a regular basis. It may uh, be a, to our advantage to go with them, even if it is just a temporary stopgap. What are do you have any idea what they are? No, I'm uh, as much in the dark as you are, I'm afraid. And you see the one of them is clomping towards you. This one, uh, you know the belt that the other one had? This has Does this have like gold piping or something? No, this has more than a belt. He's got on or it has you know, a bubble over its the top of its body where the eyes are. And there's a little, you know, one of those spheres. Mm-hmm. So there's a clear bubble. One of those spheres is halfway through the bubble, right in front of its sort of mouth fingers. One. Uh, and its its legs are enclosed, and you know, its its assorted limbs are also enclosed. And it looks like it it looks like some kind of hard polymer plastic. You can see through the clear helmet that it has a ring of pigmentation around it. it. There are like three things you think are eyes on the part that you think corresponds to its head. You worry that you might be anthropomorphizing it, but it looks like it has a birthmark around its central eye. Oh, okay. So like a Port Weinstein or something? Sure. And the one that you treated had mottling and color on it. So it looks like these things are sort of calico or brindle by nature. Mm-hmm. And Okay, so there's some individual pigmentation, so we can tell them apart even though yes. um, they haven't introduced themselves to us. Yes. As it were. Okay, cool. Well, a uh, quick just question. I, I'm trying to make sure that I understand. So he's got like a fishbowl spaceman helmet on over his head and Forelimb? Is that what's happening? Uh, no, the the bulb is just over its face. Okay. Uh, the forelimb is in a separate sleeve. Okay. Does the um does the pigmentation look like it's part of his skin, or does it look like a uh, coal or um like mascara? Hard to tell. You would you think it's pigment? You know. Okay. You got no way of t- telling. It comes up to you. You can see. It's chelicerae are flicking wildly, and then a voice comes out of the the sphere in the thin Martian air. So you must have the volume turned up pretty high. And it says, get your things. We're uh, in the process of negotiating that sorrow, madam. <clears throat> you understand get that uh, we in do have a certain attachment to sky these things. Car. Get in right. the sky car. Well, Dad, uh, do you think you could give us a hand, or uh, do you want to just um, 
take point and get on the uh, sky car, apparently. I guess that's the brand name of their ship. Dad is just looking and, and he's like, well, what, what are we just going to trust them? Well, they have saved us once. If uh, they'd wanted us to come to any harm, all they would have needed to do is let the AIs have their way with us. For good or ill, it uh, appears that they are the enemy of our enemy. I don't really fancy waiting for the next raid here. We can always come back if we evacuate now. If we uh, stay back behind with Fritzel, I don't really like our odds. Poor Fritz. Yeah, man, Fritzel. Are, are we going to bring him to, or are we going to just leave him? I mean, I can see pluses and minuses to both courses of action. Well, I think that would be up to him. Uh, he can rule over this place uh, after the AIs are done with it, uh, but if he wants to come with us, uh, I do have a certain ethical obligation to uh, make sure that he's alive and well. All right, while your brother is talking to your father... Um, Jose, what what's what's Stanley doing? Yes, Stanley is uh, while while uh, while this is going on, he is naturally going to attempt to he's going to attempt to pacify the crowd somehow. He's currently thinking of exactly of exactly what to do, especially now that our uh, our alien friend is you know saying get in the sky car. Uh, while you're okay. Yeah, the you're, so you're gathering the the other party guests around. Uh, you've got, let me find her name. Myrna? Slew, yes. Slew, yeah, while, while Elijah is asking uh, you know, one brother what to do, Slew is asking the other brother what to do. And what does, what does Stanley say? Stanley says, well, clearly, clearly they're here for some sort of benefit, but I don't... I can't say I like how they just want us to go with them immediately. But if none of us... But if none of us go, I'd rather not try to raise their ire. Hmm. Well, I... I certainly don't want to split up. But we may have to. Nope, nope. She comes over and she puts her arm around your arm and is clinging and is like, nope. Uh, where you go, I go. And one of the creatures, it looks a little smaller... But it hops over to you energetically, and it's got same setup, a uh, little sphere, uh, and it's it looks like this one. It's got you know it's got they've they've got those four prongs. This one has the same kind of sheath on it with the the armor, and as it gets near you, that prong starts swiping out at you, and you see along the outside edge of where the prong would be. There's a, a crackle and then these glowing little spheres about the size of uh, a fingernail are lined along that. Huh. So it's it's coming at you kind of twitching and slashing and it turns its body to keep the claw away from you, but the claw keeps trying to come at you and it comes up to you. What is your name? What is your name? Stanley, first of all, stands uh, stands before Myrna and, well, relatively the party guests, even though obviously he can't cover everybody. Right. Oh, they're, and, uh, they're he, happy to get behind you and, and let you cover them as much as possible. 
Sounds good. <laughs> uh, yeah, he extends his arms, and uh, he extends his arms out to the side. One, to, of course, extend his range, and two, to show that he's not armed, since that's probably what you should do in the situation. And simply says, I am Stanley Burroughs. And who might you be? Name me. And All Ar- right, me. Aruna looks at him and she's like, and she's like, what? What is that thing on his chest? I, I am, I'm not quite sure myself. But... One of the guests staggers forward and says, I'm naming you Hotspur. And that's the thing you hear, The vo- it, it has recorded the word Hotspur in the other man's voice. And it says, Hotspur, Hotspur. And then you hear in your voice, only it sounds more nasal to you because everyone's voice sounds more nasal in recording. Stanley Burroughs. Stanley Burroughs. All right. Stanley Burroughs meets Hotspur. It is good to meet you, Hotspur. And he kind of looks at you and says, uh, all right, let me find what it says next. Have you guys heard of the Upgoer 5 text editor? I'm afraid not. Not me, no. It's a online tool that checks anything you type into it to see if it's in the 1,000 most used words in English. Oh. So, oh, and that's what you're using for the... Uh, yes, that's where Skycar came from. Okay. Did you save the other? If you are talking about your friend, yes. My brother has brought him back to you. Brother. Other. It kind of turns its body back and forth and then bounds back towards the ship. They want you to... All right, so what? what is your conclusion about events that are going on? The frog cats have arrived, said, get your stuff, get in the ship. Where are you with that? The party guests don't have any stuff to get and are kind of looking to you for guidance, as is your father, which is... Boy, that's got to be new for you. That's that's going to be one to talk with your your psychiatrist about if your psychiatrist also gets abducted by spiky jumping aliens. <laughs> wow. Why uh, the the one with the ring around its eye is hopping off, uh-huh. or it walks off. Hotspur hops, ring walks. But again, you can see from the big bounding steps he takes. You're guessing these are from a higher gravity planet. Either that or they're just crazy strong for whatever reason. Maybe those suits they're wearing have cybernetic implants that let them take these 10 and 20 foot leaps. Whatever they are, they're, they can really jump. They can really jump. As it goes off, are you guys going to pack up your stuff and go with them? Well, we clearly can't fight them, obviously, nor do we Well, lo- logistically... Um, when you had done like the the uh, what is it uh, scenes from next week's episode last time, it seemed to be a uh, a foregone conclusion that we would go with them since we were brokering some kind of uh, like agreement or like uh, peace talk between them and those large that. maggot creatures. So well, you know, TV shows constantly do the thing where the scenes for next week are deceptive and misleading. Or where oh, you'll see. see where you'll see a preview of coming attractions for a movie that contains scenes that aren't actually in the movie. So don't don't feel compelled okay, by no, that. I just wanted to ask that. Logistically. Yeah, go with them if you um, wanna. 
stay behind if you want to stay behind or do something else. Okay. I mean, that that seems to be where the story is. Um, and, I mean, aside from that, uh, I don't like our odds trying to homestead here um, if we get buzzed by AIs again. I don't think that we um, have the necessary resources or expertise to uh, fight them off. What do you think, uh, Jose? I would, I, would agree with, I would agree with you there. I think my question is less whether or not we should all – whether or not you and I should get on the sky car. Uh-huh. But whether or not we can convince everyone else or whether we should convince everyone else. Ah. Oh, I understand what you're saying. Okay. okay well, like, um, My plan at the moment is what if – obviously communication is going to be difficult, but mm-hmm. obviously Slewfoot – is going to come with us. Sure. We might get Elijah to come with us. Your dad Um, is hardly going to abandon you. Exactly. We could just be, we could, we, if we could convince the, if we could convince the aliens and the party goers that we're essentially serving as like scouts or like, you know, trying to feel out the water of the whole situation. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, obviously, it's 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 kind of uncouth to abandon your party guests, but this is a yeah, so, I very mean, unique we, situation. We have to take them with us. Mm. We'd be bad hosts otherwise. I mean, <laughs> yeah, mm, maybe we should. <laughs> like, okay, well, you know, just like when the nightclub got bombed, we gotta come to our house. Our house got bombed. Let's just let's keep this <laughs> keep this rolling. Let's just keep you know going what? from I bomb think- site to bomb site. I yeah. think you've convinced me. Let's bring them all. Okay, Let's, great. Well, we'll, the party we'll try continues to... in space. What are you going to bring with you? Because they said to get your stuff. Jose, you think about what you're going to get from the farm because Hotspur has now hopped towards your brother. And it's the same thing where that blade on his front, the the it's looks like it's throwing sparks or something, but he's clearly trying to position himself so that it's not pointing right at you. So he's oh, you know what? edging Maybe towards like you. You know, like that's how he's recording your voice. Kind of like we've been doing. <laughs> he hops up and says the word brother. Is he talking to me? I don't want to jump in if it's not my scene. You don't know. Oh. He seems to be looking at you. Yes. Uh, what can I do for you? And he says, Stanley Burroughs' brother. And it's it's Stanley's voice when he says the word Stanley Burroughs. Okay, well, you know, I, I know what a tape recorder is, so yeah. I'm not super perturbed by it. Yes, Stanley Burroughs is my brother. We are both the sons of Elijah Burroughs over there. We're uh, trying to get come him with to me. come on board with you. It's come just with me. Uh, taking a little bit of doing. Come with me. He seems some, somewhat agitated. He's Now he's twitching back towards the ship. and uh, he, he actually does this thing where he leans over so he's on one leg mm-hmm. and his other leg seems to be beckoning you while that horseshoe appendage on his back which seems to be articulated like those uh, swing arm lamp, desk lamps that's yeah. swinging along and he's come with me, come with me yes, we'll we'll be right behind you. Brother, come now come now Okay, let's um, pack up our stuff and go with him. Uh, as far as like when you to go to pack us. up your stuff, he hops around like a, a sheepdog cutting a sheep out of the herd. Mm-hmm. So he gets between you and come with me. Come with me. He's pointing at the ship. Gotta have my pops though. Um, 
Okay. So um, can, can I try to like sort of reach around him and get my bottles and, and, and get, uh, you know, like, yeah, like you can, you can get chair. around him as you're doing this. Just, you see the other one door. come back, okay. the ring one, and they get up next to each other and you see their mouth fingers going like crazy. Mm-hmm. And then you hear and you can, you're not sure you think it's coming from Hotspur, but not from the other. This. OK. And, you know, the four spike on ring. Yeah. Just snaps out and hits Hotspur right in the the dome. Oh, shit. Okay. And Hotspur kind of staggers back, and then you see his, uh, you know, knife thing flicker, mm-hmm. and then Ring hits him, pap, pap, twice again, and, you know, kind of comes around to the side and is hitting him with, not hitting him hard, but, like, poking him in the flank with the spike. And you see Hotspur starts okay. hopping back well, towards I gotta... the ship. I got to interpose myself here. That is what my what my oath dictates. Um, we don't have initiative in the system, do we, GM? Nope. It's just okay. whoever rolls so highest acts first. Over there. Okay. Uh, what am I rolling? Just all three of my things. Yep. And okay. what are you trying to tell me? What you're trying to do? I am trying to interpose my my body because I'm still wearing my rock suit between them and see why they're uh, berating each other. Okay. Uh, let me get, cause these guys have weird dice. Yeah, I, I figured that they might. And then, you know, fortunately my xenobiology, uh, ability lets me know what kind of dice they're rolling. Um, <laughs> man, I don't think so. Like, I, I see you whip out like a D five or something. What is this bullshit, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Ring. What did you get? I got, uh, five, eight and three. So well, what, what are your, your highest is 16. Wait, no, my highest. Your no, highest, so I, two my highest, die, my highest, highest two dice. Highest two dice. dice. Sorry, 13. 13, that's nice. Eight and five. Uh, let's see how Hotspur does. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm just sort of trying to interpose myself because it doesn't look serious. But then again, I'm only a novice in uh, this field of medicine. All right, and your top di- your, your, your champ dice were what? My champ die was my D8, uh, so... Champ uh, dice are the top two. Oh, the top two. Okay, great. Let me just see which one uh, is which. So that's my eight, so that's my energy and my gravity. Okay, and the total was... Did you beat... 13. Was 13. Very yeah, nice. You get between these two creatures, and you force them apart, and they both kind of stagger back, and then they both lunge at you. Okay, great. What great. are you doing? Um, I will try to talk them down. Um, why are you doing this? Stop. Stop this immediately. All right. Um, and what do you get? Um, let me roll. I get... Uh, shit. All right, so I get a 9 and a 5, so I get a 14. Those are my two. Um, that's on my harmony. Oh. And, uh energy so then my my runt die is my gravity so i'd like to use my bluster ability and um uh sort of sort of uh shame the one who was the aggressor so the bigger one i think i i assume it's like a father and son type thing because of my own issues okay Uh, so 
Um, can I do that? Or yes, does you can. Work on other so you're gonna you're gonna shame ring socially. Yeah. All right. What was your runt die I'm result? Try to shame ring socially. My runt die is a three. So if I do damage to someone's social HP, it's based on my lowest champ die instead of my runt. So instead of a three, I'm dealing five social damage to him. Oh man! And how many social hit points do you have? Oh, social hit points. I've got out the ass. I have nine social hit points. <laughs> okay. So do you know what this means? Do I know what what? Because your social status is higher you do serious damage to his, oh, okay. his social that points. Ends? So it's a total of five. Yeah. One, two, I use my lowest champ three, instead of my run, so my low champ four, is five. Five. All right. You have inflicted five social hit points on ring. Sweet. Hotspur slashes you. Let me find how protected you are. As he slices you, those those lights come on on his uh, on his dealy and it's clear that's not a microphone you feel I try to give him the benefit of the doubt and he burned me I don't like the lessons you're teaching me about this game he slices right through your stone suit like it's butter and you expect to see a spray well no it probably doesn't go through the whole thing but man, oh man, that's, it's scary because you see smoke coming off the metal. <clears throat> okay. He doesn't like get me in the brisket though, does he? No, he went for the leg. Uh, he specifically went for the back of the calf and, you know, and that is now, you know, the suit is now no longer functioning there, but the other one gets between you and him and you see the, the flickering and the, the, four-prong waving, and they they have some kind of exchange, and Hotspur leaps back. Mm-hmm. And Ring turns to you. Let's see. Can he say what he wants to say? Don't get close. What is happening right now? We fight. Why are you fighting at this time? Surely... This can wait until we're all on the ship. It is our... Untranslatable. Yeah. Mm. It's not in the ten hundred most used words. You're killing me with this. (laughs) It is our being. All right. Um, So if if I can't use reason with this kind of thing, um, can I throw a net on one or both of them? Like Like a spider web net? Okay, considering that they are equipped by nature with blades on the front of their bodies, do you really think that's going to work that well? That's true. I think my guy would probably think that that wasn't a good idea. All right, well, uh, it looks like uh, I'm... We are kill being. Pretty much tapped out. Um, Stanley, how do you want to How do you want to sort of stop this, uh, this business from going on? Because I feel like this isn't productive. They've, their conflict has stopped. Oh, it stopped? Okay. Hotspurs backed away into the ship. Uh, I was not clear on that. Okay. Ring is clearly trying to explain something to us. Okay. Yeah. Speaking out of speaking out of character, I don't I don't think I don't think Stanley would quite get this, but it, it sounds like they're soldiers, and that was just like a bit. It sounds like they're having a bit of a, a, a violent dispute, probably probably out of one probably one half impatience and probably one half lack of communication. So. You okay. are safe um, if you are far. Let's uh, I guess gather up our stuff and get on the ship then.
Yeah, uh, Stanley will uh, before he uh, while while they're packing while we're packing the essentials up. I, I assume basic farming materials and maybe some uh, creature comforts. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll blow my like spider whistle and get our herd on there. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. our livelihood, dude. We can't just leave those behind. Absolutely no. You're gonna need you're gonna need spiders in the great galaxy alignment. We will. You know we can. Are you we can bring, bring your loom. We need their eggs. It'll be great. But um. No, Am so I bringing Stanley? my loom? Yeah, like John Absolutely. Gandhi used. <laughs> John Gandhi. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. But uh, yeah, so Stanley will address the uh, the partygoers and essentially give them the basically kind of an in character version of the spiel we were going over. Basically, well, we would be it would be terrible host to just leave you here. It, it appears that the party has moved elsewhere, somewhere to a brand new venue, and of course. I can't expect that you would all come, but if you will, I will assure you that we will make sure that you will be kept as safe as possible. As you can see, that as you can see before, what we have uh, what we have done, and he, as he is saying what we have he, what we have done, he, he flashes back to the uh, the AI fight, and uh, hopefully the flop sweat is invisible, <laughs> everybody. But if you feel that you cannot come, and I do, un- and I do understand, we, the essentials are still here in the house, so that when everyone, when everything leaves and everything calms down, you can return to your domicile. And he he stops himself before he can say if it still stands. All right. Uh, some of them are gonna. Some of them want to stay in your house after you leave it. With all the stuff you leave behind, but uh, you know a number of them, including Elijah and Slew, are going to come with. Ring as they're filing onto the ship says, "Do not get too close, or we will cut." Okay. But at the same time, they seem to be they seem to be trying to give you space, but that's not a huge ship. Now, here's a delicate question. Oh boy, delicate questions are my favorite kind to answer incorrectly. What do you do with the Spruce Goose, your beloved ship? Because there's not room in their ship for it. Mm. I, what I think Stanley will do is he will ask them, or he will he will state to that, he will gesture to the Spruce Goose and, uh, and, uh, and, and ask one of them, may I follow? All right. Um, cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, and as you're doing that, your phone rings. All right. It's Jeanette. What's your ringtone for Jeanette? Oh, uh, well, hmm. It is, a, it is, an, it is incredibly old, kind of scratchy, because it's... You can't get the best quality outside of Earth, but it's uh, it's a very scratchy uh, quality uh, uh, performance of uh, Flight of the Valkyries. Oh man! And it's been and it's been clear and it's not played by a professional orchestra. It's it appears to be a recording from a from a high school orchestra, and the high school <laughs> orchestra really isn't earning its uh, art grant, one might say, but. You know, music is music. Sure. All right. Uh, so you answer? Yes. 
All right. Uh, she sounds desperate. She And you can hear guns going off in the background. She's like, oh, is, is that you? Is that you? Jeanette? It's yeah. me, Stanley. What's, what's, what's going on? Stanley, where are you? I, no one's picking up. I, the AIs are everywhere. We're, we're, we're at the farm. It, you, there's... I, I'm at my shop. I don't... Where, are you safe there? Or are, what... Are, are... I, we're safer than you might ever know. Looking at one of the aliens. Listen, I'm... You're going to have to trust me on this. But we have an advantage against the AIs. And I, I think... I think I can convince them... Them... I'll explain later... To, to come get you. All right. Is there anyone else with you? No, I'm all alone. And then you hear a crash, and the line goes dead. We we got to get on top of this, obviously. Yeah. Stanley Stanley hangs up, and uh, it, it, ring, ring is still out, right? We can still talk to Ring. Yeah. Yeah, okay. so Sta- yeah. Stanley says to Ring, one more person is in danger. Uh, if, I, if I could follow you with the ship... I can get them, and we can go. And he kind of shuffles from foot to foot and says, Get in Skycar now. You are... From what you heard on the radio, you do not think that you have time to dumb show through this. Your dad is on board. You've got him in your phone. Or... You could split up the party and one of you go with Ring and Hotspur and while Stanley goes off on his own in the goose. Here, here it is. Here it is. Uh, so what do you, so, all right, so what do you think, Lachlan? Should we, should we, should we do, uh, should we do the tabletop forbidden and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and split the party? I, I think it would. I think it might be in character for Stanley to go off on his own, but I think I should definitely check in before. Oh yeah, no, I completely understand that. Um, I mean, mainly I'm just thinking as far as uh, metatextually goes, but splitting spotlight. But I mean, if you're cool with it, I don't mind. I mean, if you want to go and and grab Jeanette, I'm totally fine with that. We can uh, focus on that for a little bit, and then um, you can cut back to uh, the mothership and. All right. uh, Henry trying to sort of settle in uh, is, whenever it's dramatically convenient, I guess. So yeah, I'm cool with that. Go ahead. Major question though: this, Can the spruce goose achieve space travel? Depend because we don't know where the mothership is going. So if you're on that ship, it's very possible that they could take off back to the wherever they are in the galaxy. That would be really inconvenient. That would. Um, it might be a risk <laughs> worth taking. Okay. Um, is the goose capable of, uh, like, low-grade space travel? I think we had said that it was. Yes, it can leave the... It, it's a fliver. It can leave the atmosphere. Okay, okay so... Then, okay, then I think we're fine. pretty then. good. Or relatively fine, at least. All right, great. Well, I'll have my, um, my space cell phone on me, and then um, if we take off before you get back, I can... Um, give you our coordinates, I guess. I mean, that would be the kind of thing yeah, that you and I Jeanette, think... between the two of you, could figure out and be like, all right, we'll, we'll meet you at, like, such and such in the corporate region or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, what Sta- so Stanley will think about what, what, uh, what Ring said. Hopefully, it means, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, and let's So you, you run know? off to your ship. 
Okay. Yeah, basically he, he he basically yeah he basically says to Ring like I will return runs to the runs to the ship and takes off. All right. So you get up in the air. Let's see if he understands. I will return. I will return is within the most common words. All right. You get up there. You are all alone uh, up in the sky, and the the goose is running rough. Oh, that's right. Because yeah, yeah we haven't been able to. Fix You're it. all shut up, Aha! dude. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be fun. Damn good times. All right, so you're up in the sky. Um, how are you gonna get to the city? Are you just gonna take the most direct way? You're gonna try and avoid being spotted. I think. Well, some strategy for that, or are you just in a rush? No, I think Stanley will approach this with some strategy because. The the AI the AI hit hard, but it always it always seems to they're not going to be able to wipe out every everybody at once. There's enough time, and mm-hmm. Stanley believes that you know it, there's, this hasn't been the first raid for everybody. So Jeanette, hopefully, even though the line is dead, has found something so that there's just enough time by the time you know the AI do their real nasty business. So he is going to attempt to he's going to attempt to fly. He's going. Yeah, he's basically going to attempt to fly and try to avoid detection from AI. All right, so you're flying uh, dark. Yeah, flying dark. All right, so that is going to mean you're going to stay low. You're going to have your lights off. You're going to be, you know, turning the engines on enough to get loft, and then you're going to have to turn off and glide. But you know, you know, they can see heat signatures. So you have to try and keep everything cool. You have to stay in the dust. It's nerve wracking. And you have to fly pretty much by your memory of the the terrain. So yeah, this will be a treat. Give me a roll, roll against a difficulty for this. And this is it. Roll, tell me what you get. Okay, that's always a good sign. Remember, you have plus two to your energy, minus two to your gravity. All right, so my champ dice is my harmony at five. Uh-huh. And my gravity at six. It's an eight, but a minus two. So that would be 11. And my uh, runt die is a three, because it's my energy at one. All right. Or minus two, yeah. Either way, it's you are You are trying to keep low, but... It is not easy. It's dark. It's night. Everything's weird. And you can see the red searchlight of a ship off in, of, of an AI ship. Well, probably not a ship. It's probably just a, an entity off in the distance sweeping the ground. Now, you can get real close to that and risk being spotted. Or you can go off away from it, but that will take you away from the terrain you know. So which are you going to risk? Which risk do you prefer? The risky terrain or the risk of the AI? Did the way that your dice fell out activate your uh, hotshot ability or not? Uh, it did not, because he did not oh. succeed. Okay. Yeah. So hmm. which are you going with? Spotted. It's... Uh... It's it's too dark to risk something unfamiliar. So even if even if being spotted by the AI, it's not like it's something he hasn't faced before. Even though the spruce goose didn't come out of it too well. So let's try to let's try to continue to fly dark with the searchlight out. 
Okay, so you're gonna... Alright, it spots you, but you are at fleeing distance. So, you just need to beat it at one roll, and you'll outstrip it. Okay? Alright, let's do this. And, by the way, if you had gone into the ground, you would have taken three points of damage to your ship, which is not in a good place to take three (laughs) points of damage. Alrighty. Tell me what you got. Alright, what's the, uh... I'm sorry, what's the, uh, the penalty and the bonus again? Uh, plus two to energy, minus two to gravity. Oh, boy. All right, so that would be my champ die would be uh, a six on my energy and a uh, five on my gravity. uh, Rut die one, so that's six. So 11 again. Oh, man, it beat you by one. Uh, Did you count in the bonuses and penalties? Yes, I did. Uh Uh-oh. It's an 11. All right, that ain't great, dude. Um, so it's firing, and what's it gonna do? What's it gonna do? It does some exhaustion to your ship. So, yeah, not quite as bad as going into the ground would have. But yeah, it's another one of those damn rockets. Flies up. You're dodging it. It ex- it doesn't directly hit you and blast, but it shakes your ship. Okay. Roll again. Try and get away. It's trying to shoot you. Right. Now we're talking. All right. So that's... Really? So it's it's straight up an 11 because of my uh, D10 energy uh, makes it a 9, makes it 11. Uh, my gravity and my harmony are tied. But, but, this is actually the question. So... My gravity has a minus two, so that would make this zero. Does that mean that harmony would be added in? Uh, yes, that would become your okay, champ. Okay, never mind. That is thirteen in total. So energy and harmony were the top, were the highest. Yes. And it's a thirteen. Yeah. All yeah, right. Got so you swoop down. What you actually managed to do is, you know, because you've been because you you stayed on the terrain you knew, you throttled back radically into the cloud of debris from the explosion, causing it to overshoot and get stuck in a downdraft canyon while you went off to the side. So you have escaped it without taking any damage, and you got your hotshot bonus on your next roll. So on your next piloting roll, no matter when that happens, plus one. Uh... So that's the good news. You get to the city. The city's in flames. Um, And you are, you know, you're flying towards Jeanette's garage. You're setting down where you usually do. And you can see that the back wall of it has been blasted open. And so what, do you have any, yeah, you're you're unarmed pretty much, right? Except for Uh, a rifle you don't have permission to use. Yeah, all all uh, all we've got is just basically the disposable rifle that never left the uh, the, well, the one disposable rifle that never left the or no, I still have the disposable rifle on me because I had it when uh, we were facing off against um, against Fritzel. Though you still don't know how to use it. However, uh, no, yeah, no. you know what you do know how to use is the plasma cutting torch that's in there. Since as a mechanic. And you don't need a permission to hit someone with a hand-to-hand object, because any caveman can do that. So you could potentially grab that and try to overcome. 
but man, yeah, that'll be a little tricky. Let's cut back to Lachlan and the aliens. Uh, Good. You know, they take you on the ship, and Ring wants you to come with him. Okay, sure. The ship is cramped because it was designed for these little, these little collie-sized critters. Uh, but you're sort of stooping and hunching along. And when you get close to him, the four-prong lashes out and hits you. But he scuttles away as... Okay. And says, sorry. Perfectly understandable. Uh, we are cheek-to-cheek in here, uh, so to speak. Yeah, anytime you get too close, that claw comes at you. But at the same time... It's like he's trying to turn his body to make it harder for it to hit you. Right, right. Okay, all right. So the the claw I'm gathering, uh, given my uh, new degree in xenobiology, (laughs) is like autonomous and not uh, under their uh, conscious control. It's like like fast twitch muscle or something. He takes you into a small chamber, which is kind of interesting. Uh, There's, you know, you're looking around at alien culture objects. There's a lot of fabulous 3D weavings here. And you can see uh, these objects that you think must be books. They have these strange runes on the front that you're like, oh, I bet that's alien alphabet. And (laughs) in a hammock in the middle of this is the wounded creature that you uh, that you treated okay and ring who has ring has taken off his spacesuit by the way but left on the you know some kind of plastic sheath over his blade mm-hmm. and he goes over there and again you see them do the face tentacle twitch at each other and at one point, the one on the bed, you see the, the blade feebly trying to, you know, go out at Ring and Ring scuttling back, and it's making those those cat noises again. And Ring makes cat noises back at it while they're, they're fingering at each other. And then the one on the bed, uh, and then Ring leaves. He, you know, scuttles by you, gives you one last smack with the the sheathed prong on his way out. It it stings. I mean, it's got a padded... The, the padding on it is pretty forgiving, but when it hits you, it's like... Uh, picture styrofoam-covered rebar. And it didn't hit you real hard, because, you know, as it was coming out, he was backing his body up, but still, holy crap, that stung. Okay. All right. All right. And the thing on the bed says... Name me. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so w- what did you say this one's d- the prevailing physical feature was, since that seems to be what we're going with? Ah, uh, I don't remember. <laughs> Wounded was the prevailing physical feature you noticed. Well, that's a that's a temporary condition. No, that's fine. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll call him Fisher then. Fisher for the Fisher King. Okay. Yes, Fisher. It's not bad. King. That's the kind of thing that my guy does. Fisher, what is your name? I'm called Henry. How are you? Are you uh, improving? Is there anything that I can do for you? I will not die. 
Well, he's just got all the answers, doesn't he? Um, <clears throat> well, that's uh, good news. That's certainly what all of us want. Stay away from Hotspur. Yes, uh, he seems um, somewhat out of sorts. Do you know uh, if he's upset about something? Is he uh, unwell? He has reasons. Could you elaborate, perhaps? I told it no. What are you talking about? I told Hotspur no. In reference to what exactly? You saved me. Yes. Now I am not strong. Right, right. He's sort of rolling side to side, and the thing on his back is sort of moving around. Hotspur does not like that. Oh, I understand. You're uh, the one in charge, and he's uh, trying to move in now that you're incapacitated. Hotspur is my child. All right. Hotspur does not like not strong. I don't think I understand. You mean frog now cats you're... do not like not strong. All right, getting a little stuck here. Um... You sign of me not strong. I understand. Is there uh, any way that we can ameliorate this? Uh, fix it. Uh, make it better. It is what it is. Mm, okay. I not harm you. Well, that's a step in the right direction. Where Stanley? He's uh, off uh, getting one of our friends. Uh, he should be back shortly. Um, if at all possible, I would uh, really appreciate if we could delay until his return, but if not, then... Uh, oh, no, you get it. As soon as the, the humans were on board, they were lifting off. Oh, okay, great, awesome. <laughs> uh, uh, I assume that I would know that already. Oh, yeah. Okay. Or uh, uh, we, well, we can do it that as you say, you know, I'd appreciate it if you could, you could feel the ship shudder and start <laughs> to take off. Oh, uh, that, that's great. That's fantastic. Okay. Um, well, uh, since it appears that uh, we, that ship has quite literally sailed, um, if and when we come to a stopping point, if you could just give me our coordinates, I could have him follow us out here. And, uh, well, I could introduce you to Jeanette. She's, uh, she's simply lovely. I'm sure that you'd get along just fine. He sort of rolls around in his... Uh, in his cocoon or hammock and holds something out to you with that one horseshoe-shaped limb, take this. It's dangerous to go alone. What is it that he's giving me? It looks like... It looks like a ring woven out of grayish-white string or thread. Man after my own heart. Okay, sure. I'll 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 take it. Uh, what what is this? What does it do? It shows you and me. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll put it on and I'll assume that that'll yeah, help it's, me. Yeah, it it works like a it it would fit as a bracelet. Oh, it would fit as a bracelet. Okay, so it fits on my human wrist as a bracelet. Yeah, it's sticky. So I'll, I'll do that and I'll see what happens to me. Because that's the thing to do as an RPG character, just always take the candy from strangers. <laughs> like, well, what's going to happen? Is it good? Is it bad? I don't really give a shit. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> All right. Uh, and we will switch back at that point. Sure.
to Stanley. So you've landed your damaged ship. You're heading in, and you hear the sound of gunfire from deeper in the building. You're in the repair bay, and you can see that plasma... Uh, it It's used for... It's basically a big, long stick with a plasma cutter on the end. You use it for getting the hard-to-reach places when there's damage that needs to be cut out. So you could use that as essentially a fire spear. That's uh, getting as much distance from a terrible AI robot sounds good to me. So uh, Stanley will... Stanley will, uh, I suppose, you, uh, just as a reminder, you can sling a, uh, a disposable rifle, right? Yes. Okay, so he's, gonna, yeah, so he's going to sling it over his back, and he's going to pick up the, uh, he's gonna pick up the plasma torch. The technology of um, straps has not yet been lost. <laughs> Perfect. That's comforting. All right, let me get the dice for this thing. Oh, yeah, that works out pretty well. And let me find Jeanette's stats. What we could probably do... Hey, this will work out well. Uh, Lachlan, can I deputize you to be Jeanette? That sounds fine, yeah. Thanks. All right, so the deal with Jeanette... I like handle splitting parties, too. The deal with Jeanette, what do we got? Uh, she's taking a plus, uh, minus one penalty to her red die because of her cheap-ass stone suit. What do we want to give her? She's probably... Uh, Harmony High? Okay, sure. So, Harmony D10. Harmony High D10, alright. Energy D6. Gravity okay. D8. Which one of those is the red one? Uh, the red is her D6. Okay, so minus one penalty to energy. Got it. All right. Uh, but you, okay, so you are in your, you're in your place of business. Mm-hmm. An alien robot has come down and is squatta, is is scuttling around in there. And it's talking to you. It's got this simulated human voice and it sounds exactly human. And you know that mm-hmm. it's so smart that it has chosen exactly the way it sounds. You know that you're annoyed by its voice because it wants you to be annoyed. And huh. it's and it's calling you by name. Okay. Clearly, it has downloaded your social media and analyzed them with its hyper-intelligent, antagonistic alien AI brain. Okay. Because it's saying, Jeanette... I wonder if you could tell me why three months ago you stopped going out with Howard. I'm curious about that, Jeanette. A lot of negative words popped up in your social media after that. And you see, I'm very interested in this human concept you call despair. Can you tell me about despair, Jeanette? And it says this, and you can... Here at Scuttling Closer, you're armed with... What's Jeanette got? Oh, she's got a 12-shot Uzini rocket launcher. Oh, okay. Boy. Sweet. Well, uh, g- given my uh, rough conception of uh, Jeanette uh, Stanley, she's your NPC, so uh, don't let me step on your toes here. Um, I-, I don't think that she's going to engage in uh, this kind of Svengali nonsense. Um 
Am I off base here or not? Uh, no, I, I think that's I think that's on track. Okay, all right. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm going to I'm going to sh- shoot my my Rudy Tootie point and shooty at him. Then uh, I I don't want to answer any of these questions. Okay, uh, I know that he already knows the answer to these questions. I have a question though. Uh, yes. Would Stanley be able to hear what the AI is saying? Not oh, yet. Okay, that's a good question. Are you in the not room? Yet. Stanley's with, not with her? close enough yet. He's, uh, you know, as, as it's saying this, she hears the spruce goose settling down and she knows it's the spruce goose because she knows <laughs> yeah. the music of its engines and oh it's hurt and oh the southern the the you know the port side manifolds loose again <laughs> okay no you know what i've got i've got got like got like a good one-liner there then okay all right so right after he finishes his um his like pat bateman speech then uh-huh. i hear the the engine uh-huh. down right cool. oh that's despair. <laughs> okay. Um, so you say that, and it yeah. hops around the corner. This, these—it's a harrier, which are the little, the little fast bastards that are just all legs and lasers. And it sort of roll hops around the corner, and is—you can see—you can hear its laser warming up. All right, what do you do? Okay. Uh, I know that the goose can't, uh, well, not can't, shouldn't take a hit from this thing. So I'm going to try to go ahead and clip him before he can uh, get outside and uh, see that wounded animal in his sights. All right. <clears throat> okay, so I got uh, eight and six as my champs. Nice. Uh, so uh, that's what I do. My uh, six is my energy. So is that the amount of gun damage that I do, or, uh, or what's, guns? Dip? It's the lowest die. Okay, so then that's two. And let me find. It does injury and exhaustion equal to the lowest die, and the exhaustion ignores tangible armor. Okay, so um, I rolled an eight and a six on my champs. My lowest is a two, but my two was on my d6. So does my penalty apply? Yes. So it's only one. Shit. All right. So I deal one then. But it's, so yeah, uh, your arm's of, so yeah. slow. I, you know, you, you've got one of the cheap ass suits that you can't turn off the resistance no matter what's happening. So it okay. slows you down as it, you know, is grinding and clicking and absorbing energy so that, you know, in months from now, your bone density will still be okay if you survive this night. But you shoot it, it fires at you, but you shoot it and it sort of tumbles back. And Goddamn healthy teeth and bones. You're the bane <laughs> of my existence. All right. Uh, and that thing, the rounds on that explode. Uh, so, you know. Oh, sweet. Yeah. But that was one shot. You have okay. 12. All right. So I'll go ahead and just mark that down on my notes here then. Okay. You, uh, Stanley, certainly hears that. And you can tell where it came from. You see a flicker off in the distance. You've got... You know, the plasma cutting rod down now. What are you going to do? Well, obviously, like all all smart decisions, you go toward the noise. Stanley is going to go forward, but carefully. There's probably a lot of debris. And obviously, if if a shot like that needs to go off, there's something. There's something fighting. And uh, whatever it is. It's probably not a good idea to let it get the drop immediately. It is an AI after all, so it's only a question of when. when. All right. Um, So you are creeping forward. All right, so Jeanette is still alone with the AI. It's still trying to laze her. Oh, it just got a really good roll. Ah, 
shit. <laughs> All right. Um, well, is there anything that I can do to like roll dodge or defense, or does the system not support that kind of thing? Um, you can. Let's see. Did I write up rules for that? Yeah, because I mean, we're we're sort of. Um, I know that you have more rules than are in our dossiers or yes. what have you. So I don't think I put dodge like in there. Kind of ask questions like that. I should probably put in a dodge uh, mechanic. Okay. I know that sometimes the like, easiest way to do it would be to say, "Oh, I'm dodging," and then have it be they have anything under a ten or anything under a twelve or something misses. But that's not yeah. that's not going to save you now. Okay, all right. Just thought I'd throw that out there. So yeah, your best def- your best defense is probably to try and shoot this and beat its sixteen. I will try to do that. Uh, statistically, the odds are not in my favor. They really aren't. Ross. Uh, do I have any exploits or anything on this character? Or nope. Not, not on Jeanette uh, the NPC. I didn't I didn't think so. Um, all right. Well, I rolled a 10 on my champs, so that's not a 16. Okay. Uh, you know, still a pretty good roll, but it, you know... You shot it, you feel this momentary exhilaration that you got a piece of it, and then you don't think they can teleport. You think it probably is just so fast that you didn't see it cover the 15 feet between it and you, but then it's on top of you. The hot barrel of the 12-shot rocket launcher is now pressed against your face, and it's putting one of its lasers right up against you and you can smell as the plastic coating on your stone suit gets cut away. So it has okay. done, let's see, what kind of damage does this thing do? Uh, injury equal to the runt die and exhaust equal to the energy die. So, okay. So did I get got or am I about to get got? Um, it's well, let's see how much damage your stone suit takes first. Uh, it'll it sponge does. up some of it for me. If it'll I understand sponge up that five points of it, but then it quits. So, one, two, I'm a mechanic, so I can three, totally fix it later. Four, five, Assuming that there is six, a layer. Seven, eight, one, two, three. Wow. Okay, you still have... It's counting. gone. Like still the good news is, you just lost that negative one penalty because the, <laughs> okay. you know, the big metal thing that was impeding everything it's just peeled that like an orange uh and <laughs> oh, oh man and you can feel that and it's uh, you know it's you've got a nice deep burn right from one shoulder across to the other right across the collarbones and oh. you can smell oh. the hamburger like scent of your own singed flesh as it whispers what are you going to do now? You can't very well fire that thing, can you? Because you'll be within the same blast radius of the explosion. I bet this... Oh, hold on. I'm going to take a picture of your face. Click. I bet this is the despair I was looking for. And that's the point at which, around the corner, tentatively creeping, comes Stanley with the uh, plasma cutter stick. Alright, what you doing, Stan? Well, Come and flank it with me, dude. Yeah, actually, that, that was probably... We're on uh, opposite like, sides, and we're both threatening. That's gotta help somehow. Um, you it, could try it, it, and you could try and grab it. Because oh, like he'll yeah. hold it still so he can get it? Yeah. 
Okay, yeah, so, I like okay, that. So, yeah, you try um, to grab. Yeah, so Jeanette tries to grab it, and then I'll try. Uh, Stanley will try to to just rush and run it through. Okay. Okay. Uh, but, don't run it through too hard, because, you know, my uh, my booty meets on the other side of that. Oh, 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 oh it rolled so good again. Tell me that shit, dude. Uh, okay, <laughs> so uh, do, do I roll? Uh, and if so, do yeah, I you roll. penalties? Or... Alright. Tell me what you get. Uh, I got a nine. My runt die is a one. So you're not doing would, anything meaningful. Would my stone suit be useful in this situation? Would it grant me that plus one to my energy? Heck yeah. You right. ramp that up, oh, and it's know. release all energy now. So plus one to plus one to energy. Hit it. All right. All righty. Okay, that would be a uh, rolled a nine on my energy, so that makes it ten. Nice. And that and uh, ooh, my uh, my harmony and my gravity are tied for two, so that makes it just uh, eleven. Ooh. Not quite enough to overcome its 15. Aww. With a 4 on the runt die. Uh, can I use, <laughs> like, my mechanic permission to try to, like, pull <laughs> dude, it some wire or something? Dude, you're boned. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jeanette, no, I'm boned. I'm just coming up with stuff. I'm doing Hail Marys. Let's see. So, Jeanette takes... I'd rather be boned than deboned. Jeanette has lost her last physical hit point. So am I dead or unconscious? Oh, no. No, no, not necessarily either. It just means you're now taking consequences. Oh, boy. Let's find our consequences. So your next hit, you'll take a major consequence. Do I pick those? Right now, you're just taking... I know it's an NPC, but, you know, I like... I like minor... Minor consequences. Um, let's go. One piece of gear is lost, damaged, or completely ruined, and it is, of course, the rocket launcher. Oh, okay. But you can still, yeah, you know, it flings that. You know, it flings it up in the air and shoots it with a laser. Okay. Uh, so that's out of the fight. You now have your hands, but you can try, you know, if you want to try and make an attack where you are pulling out wires or loosening its manifolds, yeah, go for it. Okay, I mean, like, I'm a mechanic, so I you know are. about wires and stuff. And you're panicking, so you got I'm, that, I'm, you got that, I mean, you got, got panic. I got a panic. All right, so I got uh, an eight and an eight, so 16, and my runt is five. <laughs> All right. Tell me what you got, uh, Jose. Okay. My dice were just waiting until I really needed them. Let's see, I got a. Uh, I got a seven on my gravity, and my, and a five on my uh, on my energy because it's a four plus one, and a four on my harmony for my runt. Ooh. So that's five plus seven. That's. Twelve. Twelve. You tied it. Okay. Uh, what yeah. happened? Oh, and your runt die was what? Four. You, the runt die breaks the tie. Okay, so it flings the gun away, shoots it. It, it, it emits a snicker. It's <laughs> chuckling at this. And then at that point, Jose comes up behind it and jams it with the, you know, the plasma cutter. 
And that, let's see, it's not designed to be a weapon, but it is designed to go through metal. So what was your, uh, what was your runt die? That was before. Okay, so I'm going to rule that this thing does uh, exhaustion to the AI, but it ignores its armor. So that gave it a nasty little burn. And uh, what did, what was Jeanette's runt die? Uh, my runt was a five, and I don't take a penalty to it anymore since it broke my suit. Okay. Uh, so you give it two more points of exhaustion there. So you guys are, are getting into it. Okay. It pivots and, you know, oh, hello there. I recognize you. She talks about how badly you treat your ship. And then it tries to shoot you. <laughs> I do. I do talk about that. <laughs> I vague look about it. You know, like, oh, man, some people on their ships, right? So, yeah. Shooting. What What are the rest of you doing? All right. Um, okay, so if it's aiming at him, does it have, like, a turret on its back? Or would it have to get off of me and my business to, like, pursue him? Oh, it's still on top of you. It reconfigures itself like a Transformer toy to get the gun ah, pointing the other way. Okay, so it's got like a gun like on its back and it's got like his arm on me or its something. Its back okay. becomes its front, becomes its side. There's more than meets the eye. It's a mess. But you can still pull out some more wires. Okay, yeah, I guess right. I'll do that because that's all that I can really do. I can't really escape from them. So. And um, I get a 15 and run three. Nice. Okay, yeah. and uh, I assume I am still within torch range. Oh, yeah. You're right on All top right. of this thing. Well, if the beam's coming at me, I might as well give what I got. So I am going to... Uh, so Stanley is going to attempt to slash the AI with the torch in the hopes that with the melting metal... The last one was kind of like a direct stab. And okay. this one, it hopes it kind of sweeps, hits maybe something. Who knows All what right. these AIs yeah, are doing? Yeah. Now we're talking. All right. So I got a 10 on my energy, which makes it an 11. Wow. My, uh, my gravity and my harmony are tied for five. Nice. So All right. That makes it just 16 in total. Okay. You guys both beat it. Awesome. Now, oh, your, your red bonus has run out, by the way. That is just a short little burst. Or is it for just one roll or one round? Eh, for a couple rolls, we'll say. Okay. Uh, it should be just for one roll. You got it for two, but that's all right. Uh, all right, so you're slashing at this thing. All right, um, tell me what your runt dice were. Uh, uh, well, Jeanette, yours, Jeanette's was a three, right? Yeah, I got a three for my runt dice, that's and it's not no enough. longer penalized, so it's a That's not three. enough to get in under, the, uh, under its cowling. It's just, you know, you got in there lucky once and snagged a wire and pulled it, but... It's mm. now reconfigured shields towards you. You reach in and get a little shock. Okay, but, that makes sense. But the big-ass plasma hammer, that goes through and, armor. And that rut die is a five. Oh, sweet. So that fills up its box. One, two, three. All right, so it now takes a minor consequence. Ooh, Let's okay. see. Nice. What would be do, a fun? Do you pick the minor consequence, or do you? I pick the minor consequence. Oh, okay. Um, it Their stops stats working. Are all weird and different. So. Oh wow. Okay. 
I'll go with that. As near as you got... Uh, here's what happens. I got it. You hit it, and it jumps off of her, rolls over, and curls up into a ball with all its armor on the outside. Huh. What are you guys going to do? You could... Well, we're in a- we're in a garage, right? So, I mean, we got to put it inside of the hydraulic press and just crush the shit out of it like in Terminator. We could do that, but... Or you could just run. There's... I was about to say, like... Oh, right, next, yeah. I'm fleeing else, anyway. We have a golden opportunity to get the heck out of here. Yeah, she is, she is hurt. She is bleeding. Well, no, she's not bleeding super freely from that cut because it was cauterized. But man, there's still little wisps of smoke coming. She's like, "Let's push that fucker into the so, into the press," and you're like lifting you're up. Like, or no. play. So here's the question. Here's the question. Is she... my concern is that he's just like repairing himself, and he'll come after us. Well, I mean, I'm a pilot, so you're right. Okay, Let's... all right. Hey, can uh, they? F- but the question is, can can Jeanette stand and walk, or is she that yeah. injured? What's what's my status? You will fall over if you get hit in the chest with a softball. Okay, well, uh, don't hit me in the chest with a softball, and I think we'll all be good. Yeah, yeah you so you then, need uh, help walking. Yeah, so then yeah, so then what Stanley's going to do is that. Uh, and you hear another explosion outside. So okay. well, in that case, clearly Jeanette is overruled here, so she'll reluctantly come with you to the ship and probably like make smart comments about how. Jeez, this is your yeah, own you're surprised. You're surprised that thing landed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, ba- yeah. basically Stanley's going to try to uh, basically try to support her and just get the heck out of there. Is it able to take off safely? Um, does Jeanette need to do any TLC to it? Is she capable of doing this at the moment, et cetera? Or can she just sort of take an inventory of, like, what needs to be done when she's healthy? There's a bunch of stuff that needs to be done on it. Um, yeah, you guys are, are taking off, and you're going to go up into the st- – the, the atmosphere, right? Yeah. You probably. get on the radio with Dad, who uh-huh. is has has staked out a spot by one of the windows in the Frog Cat ship. He tells you where they are, and there is a big battle going on up oh, there. Shit. Oh no! There what? are giant Earth cruiser. There, are, you know, you see. The AIs and a bunch of weird-looking ships are just zipping around through each other. There's missiles everywhere, laser fire. Uh, you and um, Lachlan, your character's out there too, and you see yeah. this this AI ship. You can tell because of the way it's got that whole transformer plastic non. Uh, you know, it's it's not symmetrical. It mm-hmm. just, and doesn't have any care for aesthetics. You see it flying forward, and they're going towards it. Is something that looks like a shoebox, and it fires at the shoebox. This big ass bolt of you—you you would guess plasma by its color—that is easily ten times wider than the shoebox, engulfs it to no visible effect, and the ship is just coming forward. And the shoebox hits it, and the whole ship just starts crumpling. The shoebox is continuing to press through it at the set. It doesn't slow down. It doesn't speed up. It's just deforming this giant AI warship as it moves. Hmm. Wow. 
like it's a hyper-dense, really slow bullet. And you can actually see the AI ship start to bulge and as it turns inside it and comes out the side. And huh. the Preds are... Oh, oh, I, I said their name. Don't worry about it. We'll just pretend we didn't hear it. We saw it in the JPEG file, but yes. we're just going to keep calling them what they call themselves. Cool. Well, yeah, they'll, they'll eventually get named Preds. Uh, short for Predator. But yeah, Frogcat also works. They are heading up there. They, they seem to be, you know they must be in contact with each other, but you figured out that they probably communicate through sign language, so you can't tell what they're saying, but they are opening fire, and you can see Earth ships are just now sweeping in. So is the shoebox some kind of, like, fourth army or or what's the deal with that? you don't know we you not, think it's one know? of the okay. aliens because i mean it was fighting the ais and there are all kinds of weird alien ships there okay, are so the, the earth ships are fighting the ais and the no, alien ships are fighting the ais as or, you watch are they all fighting each other like what's happening as you watch the earth ships don't seem to be fighting the ais okay they seem to be watching that that goes in with our theory of what what their role in this was from the last time that we talked about this. Which theory was that? Oh, that um, that like they had seeded uh, the area with uh, human colonists to sort of observe what the AIs would do. You remember we were talking about like conspiracy theories and stuff uh, when you were telling us about like ah. Earth social media or something. Well, they don't like, seem to be leaping to your defense. Okay, and the spruce goose is. Zooming up from the, uh, zooming up from the the planet's surface, mm-hmm. you think you can see it. You know, you guys are way off in the distance and it's starting to take fire. But whatever this ship you are on, it can deal some damage. You see those harvesters. There's bunches of those. That those are the ones that can land and wreak havoc. Mm-hmm. The whatever that was the one that attacked last time, right? Yeah, that was the one that almost took the goose, and this thing is just cutting those in half. Oh, sweet. It's the same kind of beam weapon you saw it use before. So well, that we does, totally picked the right side. That does your heart some good. And then you watch in dismay as one of the aliens shoots one of the Earth ships. Oh. Alright. How are you going to rendezvous? Are you going to try and fly through this? Uh, yeah, we'll we'll go with Stanley. Stanley, are you going to try and find in the middle of this chaotic firefight that one ship that your brother's on by playing Marco Polo with your dad on the phone? Or are you just going to try and find at an alien ship to fly next to? Uh, are you going to open fire on the AIs? Are you going to open fire on the Earth ships? Which is probably not very smart because no. Jeanette is not trained on <laughs> artillery either. Oh, I suppose she awesome. might be. I suppose she might be. Uh, I, I think she might be. <laughs> well, uh... If yeah, we can swing guess, that, that would be pretty good. I mean, it'd be kind of hard no to repair a gun without knowing how to guns. 
And even though even though I know out of character that Henry's wearing that bracelet, we can't really necessarily at the moment tap into that. Uh, well, I mean, we don't know what it does yet. Uh, would it enable uh, some kind of remote communication between me and you? It's just, I, a, I, I, it's just a piece of rag, as near as you can tell. Ah, uh, great. Right, well, awesome. then the only thing to do then is uh, is uh, play Marco Polo with Dad. All right. Awesome. So you're going to try and get back there. All right. And actually, we'd probably be playing Marco Polo. He's He's trying to guide you. And yeah, pretty soon... Well, give me a piloting roll. Let's do that. Sure. Yeah. So just tell me what you get. Right. Oh, and remember. Yes. You get the plus one to your gold this time. That's right. Because you're, you're, you're such hot a dog. hot shit pilot, yo. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> so while he's doing this, um, what can Jeanette do? Uh, Jeanette can lie there quietly sobbing in intense agony. Okay. <laughs> uh, right. What dice do I roll for that, GM? <laughs> it's an automatic action, surprisingly. No, I, 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 all right. Okay. All right. right. What'd you get so, piloting? Uh, yeah. So uh, my highest is my energy, which with the plus two makes it ten. Okay. Uh, the uh, the gravity came up with a two, so it's completely nullified by the minus. But the harmony is a one. But the plus one from hot makes dog it makes two. it a two, which makes it twelve in total. All right, that is enough to find this ship. You're now flying side by side. Ring comes up beside you. Uh, let me find what he can say. Sorry, he comes up behind who? Behind uh, Henry. Oh, okay, all right. Tell brother fly to round light. I don't know what that means. That's not going to help him find us. Where is he supposed to fly? Can you draw me a picture? He, you know, the, the horseshoe appendage points, and then you see what he may have been talking about is now coming around the horizon, mm-hmm. and the ship is, you know, he, the ship is wheeling around to face it, and you see this glowing egg-shaped craft and it's mind-bogglingly huge it must be a, a an earth destroyer is the size of an aircraft carrier that's their most common ship it's a destroyer from earth or a destroyer of earth uh, a a destroyer from the an exe faction destroyer is the size of an old-timey aircraft carrier, right? So quite large. But the ones that are over there by this thing look like toothpicks in front of it. Wow. wow. It is probably the size of the island of Manhattan. Well, okay. Um, I'll, 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 hop on the, uh, I'll hop on the horn and uh, yell at Stanley. You see that, uh, that, that egg-shaped art, West Egg there? Go ahead and aim for it. That, that, that thing? Yes, just get behind it. Use it as a shield. The size of Rhode Island. Get behind it. He, he, you know, there's a, he takes a breath and just goes right for it. Just, yeah, you can, oh, as you get egg. closer, you can see that there are, it looks kind of like an Easter egg. Uh, it's got rings around it that are rotating in opposite directions, probably to create spin gravity. 
mm-hmm. and the uh, you know ring points at it again and says, "Killing point of perfect love." <laughs> and as he says that, a little beam of light comes out of it, and poof, one of the destroyers just evaporates, and it just gets bigger and bigger, vaporizing everything in its way until a gigantic aperture on its side opens up and the two ships fly in side by side and land. Wow. All right, so, GM to players, what are your conclusions about the coalition that came to get people? Let's see how much you figured out. Okay, well, out of character or out of well in character. What are your? Oh, this will tell me whether you guys solved the. This was a gold playbook. Uh, you chose to make it gold and blue mm-hmm. by going after Jeanette. So the questions are, you know, gold and blue. The blue, um, yeah, you you won the blue side because you saved the goose. Okay. So, so that's a blue win. opportunity, gold blue is, is mystery, peril. and red is survival? No, blue is peril, red blue is opportunity. Is red is opportunity, and then gold is, is mystery, okay. What are your conclusions about the aliens? Well, let's see. This you go first, by all means. Oh, I, I was actually going to say this is probably more Henry's bag, because Henry's had more time to talk about the aliens. But... Oh, okay. Yeah, sure, dude. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, well, uh, I, I think that the conclusions that he would be drawing are uh, much in step with his initial impressions because uh, we're, we're stubborn idiots and we never change our mind about anything. Um, so that would be that uh, we owe them one. Uh, they defended us from AIs, and uh, while they, they clearly have their uh, own societal ills uh, with their like weird rumble strutting and preening and stuff, um, they seem to want to protect us from harm and have done their best to make us comfortable. So um, it appears that we're in a sort of strange bedfellows-type scenario, but uh, we've made our strange bed, and now we'll have to lie strangely in it. Uh, so it looks like we're uh, Earth fugitives for right now. Um, I just, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't think I really understand what you're asking. So, like, I just want to know, know what the- you guys picked up about the alien rescuers. Uh, Jose, what's... What are oh darn! I dropped one of my dice. What are Stanley's conclusions? Oh, you had more than that. Well, let let Jose go, and then you can yeah, go. Yeah, no, again. he'll go. I, I, yeah, it's fine. I, just, I dropped one yeah. of my dice. Stanley's concluded that there's. Stanley's concluded that there, there may be not. Stanley's concluded that this coalition. Is it? Whatever it is, it's really. Whatever it is, it's really tense. It's a di- it's a bunch of different. It seems to be different alien cultures coming together. They're obviously, from what we've seen, obviously not Earth aligned. Uh, they're either not Earth aligned or they don't understand. Uh, Embrace the power of and there. It could <laughs> easily be both. Yeah, exactly. They could not know or under. They could not know. They. You know, basically, as far as they know, hey, that's just another ship and not the ones from the people that we know blasted out of the skies. Um, they appear. It, it, uh, again, this is where I'm not sure if that's necessarily out of character or in character, but they, it de- they definitely appear to be. It seems like they are pretty much 
kind of rank and filey kind of rank and filey soldiers like this is definitely mm-hmm. some sort of this is definitely some sort of official mission from the way that from the way that they're trying to attempt a quick evacuation of the area from the way that they're they're trying to act without necessarily to, again whether or not they got permission from the the quote unquote earth government or whether or not they're aware that there is an Earth government to get permission from. Uh, sorry, I'm, I, if I seem like I'm rambling here, but it definitely seems oh, like everything you're saying makes sense, dude. Yeah, it's an official military rescue mission using a very tense political alliance that may not necessarily understand exactly what it's getting into, but for now it has the superior firepower, and for now the uh, the appearance of the support of at least some of the columns. I had some more wood to throw on that fire if you're mm-hmm. at a point where you want to take a breath. And then yes, we can definitely please. hop back over to you because we're just sort of feeding each other here. Um, I think that last session, uh, one of the um, one, one of the uh, Preds had said that they were genetically engineered by something, like they were artificial life forms or something. No, or like, you guys thought they might they be created. that. Did we, because yeah. you'd we never about that, right? You talked like about it, but because you'd it. never seen an alien before, but you know that yeah. people on Earth could maybe make unique life forms, but yeah. now you're thinking, no, the Earth wouldn't have made anything capable of shooting at one of its ships. Right, obviously. But, I mean, it's not that Earth made them. It's just if, if things like this can be – if aliens exist, that means aliens exist. Yeah. So if Earth didn't build them, then maybe some kind of other guys like the, uh, the egg ship pilot guys had created um, the, the, the Preds, and they're um, like out collecting different species either for their like zoos or to <laughs> make new things or something. So, okay. I mean, you know, I, I want to just sort of throw that out there. So that's, I think, something that would be uh, not not at the forefront, but that that's uh, that's another possibility. I think that's about it for me. How about you? Yeah, I, yeah, I think I've, I've kind of hit my wall. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to give you the completely solved the mystery of the coalition, in large part because you've only been exposed to one of the races, really. But next, okay. next session, we can probably uh, address that as you'll get to meet a few others and as the translation software gets more and more sophisticated that would be that would be but yes you definitely succeeded at the blue phase and saved the goose in in the process saved Jeanette saved the goose that's pretty great okay cool if we can get on the same ship, then uh, Henry can do medical stuff to her. If that's cool. Yeah, you're all you're all on the gigantic city ship now, and all right. it seems to be chugging straight up at a um, what would you call it? Perpendicular to the ecliptic, Ecli- perpendicular to the ecliptic. There we go. I should. What is the ecliptic? What are you talking about? You know how the solar system is shaped like a plate. Sure. So that plane is the plane of the ecliptic. Everything is kind of lined up. So it's not going away from the sun towards the outer rim. It's going away from Mars straight up off the plate. Okay. So it's going away from all planets in the most efficient direction. All right. All right. And we will continue... 
uh, next week. All right, so what do we need to have for the teaser for next time? Oh, I didn't yep. prepare teasers, did I? Um, so the teaser will be the two brothers standing in a line of humans with an alien that looks sort of like a floating brain with tentacles. Okay. And as each human steps up, it reaches into this bin and hands them an object. And the objects Uh are almost always hand-sized and, uh, or, or, you know, roughly the size, between the size of a lunchbox and the size of a marble. And they're in various different shapes, but usually very simple shapes. And each person is getting this and looking at it. And they keep asking, what is this? And the brain thing just keeps hitting this button on something in front of it. And a recorded voice says, take it, take it, take it. And the one that uh, Stanley gets is Mm -hmm. a completely black it's a vanta black sphere do you know vanta black yeah that thing on the foil yeah yeah the black that doesn't even reflect lasers so he gets a vanta black sphere about the size of a baseball oh look at you and don't henry, throw Jeanette's chest uh and <laughs> oh man henry gets a golden torque about the size and shape of a donut huh what is a torque please uh, a torus, it's a donut shape, pretty much. Oh, torus, okay, yes. Uh, torque is a uh, a decoration you slide up your arm like a, an upper arm bracelet. Okay, cool. So, yeah, that's the teaser for next week. And Very I'll exciting stuff. Talk to you then. Termination Shock is released under Creative Commons non-commercial share-alike no-derivatives license. The music is courtesy of the MuseOpen website, and is a U.S. military band playing Holst's The Planets, The Jupiter Suite. This has been Termination Shock. (laughs) ¶¶